if I ask most of people listening to this if they would want to do porn, most would say no. If I ask them, would you want your daughter or your mother doing porn, they would say no. So, but then why would we feel okay with watching someone else's daughter or mother doing it? It already shows that we're out of integrity. Right. So just that enough is already enough. To That's a great there. point. That's a great no. point. I will use that in the future. <laughs> Welcome to the Growth Never Stops podcast. My name is Michael, and today's episode is with quantum energy healer, holistic and sacred sexuality teacher, Mayara Assis, also known as Mayara Healing Arts. So after the podcast I did with Jonathan White, Sexual Kung Fu, on how to master your sexual energy, which was more focused on men, I was very surprised that most of the feedback that I got was from women. They really liked it and asked if I could also do a podcast episode with women around this topic. So here we go. This one is for you women out there, but it's also very education for men. Enjoy this episode. It was a great one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been following you for these past years on Instagram and I've also watched some of your videos on YouTube and I really, really appreciate your content. It's uh, a field where a lot of people are still not knowledgeable about and it's still kind of neglected, but it's, it's finally, it's emerging a little bit and people start to educate themselves about it. And uh, I wanted to start by asking you how you got into quantum energy healing, uh, holistic therapy and sacred sexuality. Was that something you feel you've always had inside of you? Or did something happen in your life that triggered your transformation? Yeah, I love this question because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was, it was a mix of both. I feel like it was something I always had inside of me, but um, growing up, I wasn't properly guided or even understood. My parents, they were the opposites of religious. They were actually a bit like against because my grandparents, they were very religious and in different religions, like from my mother and father. So my, my parents, they kind of, you know, they were just, they couldn't relate to that kind of religion that they learned. So they were just like, but I, so I, I was never guided and they never even baptized me. Like they let me choose whatever I wanted as I grew up, you know, which I'm grateful. Cause then I, I was started to look, you know, for things, but I had some things happening before when I was young. Like, I was very scared of, like, like sometimes, like, I was thinking maybe there were, like, I don't know, energies I could understand around me. So I was, like, I had a lot of fear. And, but then I kind of got over it, you know, and just didn't understand. <laughs> but then when I was, like, teenager, like, on my, close to my 16, I was just already just having issues, like, being very, very anxious and, and already being in abusive relationships that later I got to understand it was not physically abusive, but it was really abusive <laughs> emotionally, verbally. And, and then also just, you know, someone was like overthinking, you know, teenager, everything gets like even more, you know. <laughs> so right. I started having gastritis, started having migraines. And that's how, think, you know, at least my mother, she, she was always... You know, she really loved the natural, holistic ways. So she she found an uh, energy healer for me because she, yeah, because she took me to doctors too to do endoscopy and they said, you have gastritis, you have to deal with it. You know, and that no, there is no healing, not no cure. And then they took, gave me pills for the headaches, you know, and, and so then she, she found a Reiki healer. <laughs> And that's when I started, because then I started understanding about energy and I started lo loving it. And from that on, I started just like, first like buying books, reading all kinds of books and, and going to this woman, you know, I worked with her for some time in Brazil. And it was just the beginning that I, I got into meditation and yoga and I got into finding my purpose because then I had to go to college and I didn't know what to do like most people. You know, so that's how I got it, but I never stopped since then. It was just evolving and growing through my own challenges and, and like doing the work, right? The other thing that Right, the inner like, work. The work we know what it means. Yeah. Right. 
and, it was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> and what are some books or experts in this field that help you acquire all of this knowledge that you got today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I remember when I was young, I started writing down the name of all the books I, I was reading. And then I gave up a long time ago, but <laughs> because it, I read a lot of, a lot. So it was a bit, but I do not have like some people that were really, so for example, Barbara Brennan in the field of energy healing, energy work and the human energy fields and understanding really dimensions of energy. She's really, really great. And she was like a pioneer for a lot of us, like energy people that work with energy healing, they know her or they know her book that's called Hands of Light. Her first book, she has other ones too. But she explains and breaks it, breaks it down. And then later I went to her school because she's the actual only school up to now you can get a degree in energy in healing science. Really? Or Barbara or Brennan Healing Science. Wow. So it's a 40-year program. Yeah. But she's been around for a while. She's not even teaching anymore. Her school is still open. But for that, like for healers, she's like really, really great. And nowadays, like one of my favorite teachers nowadays is called Magenta Pixie. She has a YouTube channel, many books. And she's really, really advanced into these things. That's why a lot of people, they're not even like, you know, that kind of thing. You have to be ready. Because it's really deep, and every time I'm reading, because it's all channeled, as also Barbara Brennan, everything is channels. So every time I'm reading it, my mind is just expanding and opening and like twisting. And Magenta, she has a great channel, and she has, I read all her books, I just haven't read her first, other than that, I read all. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on? what's currently going on in this world but i'm talking about as far as the energy and the vibrational shift so is there a great awakening that is coming up or is it already happening what are your thoughts on that oh that's great because i was i was gonna even joke i was like do you really want to get into it are you sure because <laughs> i was like there's no way back and, I was, and people started following and like <laughs> like, no, I don't want to see it. Don't tell me. <laughs> but it is really good. I see and I know it's a good thing. But I also know it's going to be challenging for a lot of people because for those that have been doing the work, and that's the thing, you know. And I always like to be very clear that it's not saying it's not saying like nobody like I'm better than anyone or you are better than anyone. It's not about that at all. But it is like. You know, we came already with this purpose to help already guide the people that we're just going to start learning later because we're all the same, you know, and it's a path that we can all walk of healing, you know, all the trauma, mental conditioning, mental program that we've been through. And also dedication to, to our spiritual path and our spiritual purpose and opening our third eye. You know, so let's say us that have been going through this, we like we can see more like just like we have a more ex, almost like a more expanded awareness. How can I say right? The more right, <laughs> we can see it like a bigger picture than only what's happening in front of our eyes, and that's the thing that is a cycle of spiritual awakening that the planet Earth is going through. Like it's almost like planet Earth is going through a graduation herself, <laughs> right. and then. And then we are here inside, you know, and we're going through, through it with her. And But it's a wave that we are going through with her because it's also a cosmic cycle, not only only the planet Earth. But, but the thing is, when we understand all, all of that and understand where we're coming from and what was, you know, our the history of the planet and all, and it's just easier for us to be like, okay, you know, it's like a purging time. So all the darkness that are coming to surface, a lot of people that were not aware are going to start seeing, uh, understanding about spirituality because that's the thing. Uh, with spirituality, right, we, everyone want to learn how to be peaceful and meditate and dance. But then understanding about energy and open our third eye, we got to see also the dark side of it too because it's also oh, how yeah. we engage our own shadow, our own lower self. 
and the others that we have been engaging with and inviting in our life. And that's the parts that can be uncomfortable and what's happening now, you know, but, but it's intense, I know, and I see the beauty that so many uh, of us like are coming together and speaking our truth more than ever, like while before we're like hiding, we don't want to be like kind of pointed <laughs> right. fingers, like crazy. And now it's almost like we find our tribe is like, hey, look at us, like you just see, we're just being the mirror, literally. It's like you want to be in illusion or in darkness, or it's okay, you know, it's like, you know, our family's here. And yeah, and people are seeing it, so that's a good thing too, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And what can you tell us about the power of sexual transmutation for women? What is this about? Yeah, yeah. So for us, because in that's it's so it's so related with everything right, that I was talking now about this process of ascension, which is the process of us um, expanding our consciousness and our awareness to things that are also like we're just beyond the third dimension beyond what we used to see, you know, and getting, we get learning about the subtle, subtleness of things. So the process of sexual transmutation is like, is the sexual path that will help us to align with our ascension path. They help us in, in a way that, so for example, understanding our sexual energy and how it is our energy of creation, it is a powerful energy. And then it can also be a destructive energy when it's not you know and we all know that you know so understanding that it's like we choose it's like we're choosing we're having conscious choice of how we like to use our energy and who we want to mix it with because it's also very important to understand as well you know so even like in, right like alone how we use our energy and our sexual energy are we just depleting or wasting all the power of it and then you know needing energy drinks all day <laughs> or Right. Or we're just using it to fuel all of our purpose and our, you know, yeah, for the things that we want to do. So that's the whole process of sexual transmutation. And then we include the awareness of like how we follow our sexual instincts or how we control and choose, you know, and like embody more of only instead of only following our instincts, but embody more of our higher self and, you know, in our choice too. Oh, it is so yeah. powerful. And just to touch on what you said, it's just like you said, it's either consciously or unconsciously, what we can do with it is creation or destruction. And then it's all mm -hmm. about how we learn to manage it and project it into the world in a way that is uh, good for us, but for, for the world as well. And like you said, it can be destructive as well. You, you see both sides. You see people who do great things with it. And then you have the darker sides where people commit crimes you have uh, pedophiles, mm -hmm. you have people raping. Exactly. It's crazy. So people are still underestimating that mm -hmm. the power of sexual energy and what you can do with it as far as yeah. creation or destruction. And the spectrums, right? It can go, yeah, because when we start understanding, right? Let's say we're, and it's so true that people don't, sometimes I guess don't really see clear how it's all part of the same spectrum. And like the more we follow distorted sexual energy, we can get to those extremes that are like committing crimes or just being fully depleted. Because like some people, for example, that are addicted to pornography and they feel, they feel depressed throughout the day. But they, you know, but, it, and, but they feel sure. addicted to pornography and depleting themselves. And even for example, uh, even I've done that, you know, and like not at the pornography part, but uh, like what I mean, I've done what I've done, the, um, like following what I mean, like following our sexual unconscious, like sexual energy. So like say I was getting relationships that were not necessarily healthy for me or in dynamics that were not necessarily healthy for me because maybe I wanted someone or because it was, I had some good moments with that person. And then when you see, like, we're, you know, be like, putting tango in a situation that is unhealthy. So that's, like, right, like, it can be, but it's still on that spectrum, like, how is it creating beautiful things? What is it creating in my life? Or is it actually destroying even what I already had? And you know, like, what happened to me many times already getting me out <laughs> of my own center, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a question. I don't know if it's stupid, but I got to ask this. Because I, I don't know, I don't walk around in women's shoes, so there are some perspectives that uh, I just 
can achieve. Yeah. So one thing is, I wanted to know if women in general, do they watch porn like on a regular basis? And if they do, what kind of negative effect has it on women's uh, psyche and, and just uh, consciousness? Because with men, it's it's out of control. Like I, I know all about this. Yeah, I went out with this, and yeah. I wanted to know how it is. For it is know. definitely, yeah, it has definitely infiltrated um, women, like women as well. I'm closing this window because I, I can hear like a, a no problem. Let's see if it gets a little better. <laughs> yeah, it has infiltrated women as well, and like the the porn industry has infiltrated everyone, but. Uh, I do feel it affects mostly males. I mean, it affects like as far as like the majority of people that are like really like addicted to it and watching it. But uh, the thing with with energy is the same way it affects in both energetically. It's not good for neither, you know, males or females. But uh, with females, because just to start with, you know, and that's the whole energy of porn. Like first, if we think about who was even creating, who, who created that? What's the intention of the person creating it? If you were going to think back, back. But even then, right? Like, so what a kind of literally like entities that are behind it in a way or, you know, personalities are behind it, intentions behind it. And then we go and we're buying into it. So we are, we are agreeing to, into the energy. We're like jumping into that bubble. But other than right. that, for example, most of us, if I ask most of people listening to this, if they would want to do porn, most would say no. If I ask them, would you want your daughter or your mother doing porn? They would say no. So, but then why would we feel okay with watching someone else's daughter or mother doing it? It already shows that we're out of integrity. Right. So just that enough is already enough. To That's a great there. point. That's a great no. point. I will use that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and without even mentioning everything else from there, right? Like all the disconnection, the object to find someone, the disconnection like with us and our own body, the, the dark energy that we receive, that we engage with, and what we are learning, the kind of sexuality that we are learning that is really disconnecting us, is, is unreal, it's fake. And honestly, like even to just touch deeper, and I'm, I'm a woman, I like so many women, I, I was very aware for me to be able to reach an orgasm with a man. And I faked many orgasms because I was in relationship with men that I loved. And I faked many orgasms. And I know how it is to fake an orgasm. Most women know. Nowadays, when I orgasm, like, like if your partner, if as a man, you have to wonder if the woman or, or had her orgasm. And if probably she didn't. Or she's really faking to make you just stop and be like, okay, we're done here, you know. Right. But uh, like. <laughs> It's a different thing, like having a real like orgasm and a real connection with someone in both ways is a very different thing, you know. It's not that fake thing or that even like the violence thing, even even the way that porn is showing people to have sex and then like little kids and teenagers are learning like that. And it's so not the way because I'm a tantra, not even I don't even call myself a tantra teacher. I call it's more like a sacred sexuality teacher. But um, the whole thing of like violent sex, so many women, and I was the women, I only liked fast and strong sex, like, like for me to really feel. And many men think women like that. Many women, they think they like that too, because if someone is like punching you or like, are you gonna, of course you're going to feel that, you know? Right. Like, right. That because they're numb, then we're numb, because we're disconnected, you know? But if we need that to feel something, it's already telling us. Like, can we breathe and connect with us and with our partner? You know, instead of tense up and want to get it out, can we connect and stay with this energy and maintain and exchange and share with our partner? And that's like a whole different thing in sexuality. And it's also sexuality that is not just connecting us, but it's actually connecting us more with each other. You know, so yeah, it's like a whole, like, and I was like, I'm talking about right. many things. <laughs> right. No, that's awesome. I mean, I always yeah. say that sex, it stands for sacred energy exchange. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. As, far, as far as the orgasm, I wanted to talk about this because I know for a fact that many women don't know what it feels like to get a real orgasm and many women yeah. fake orgasms during intercourse. Yeah. So what is it that a woman can do to put herself in a position where she can enjoy the full fruits 
of a real orgasm and what can she tell her partner to do if you know what i mean and you know and that's the thing that you know again you know i i'm always honest i can i'm honest you know so it doesn't mean i'm always right but i'm honest that's the thing that people sometimes don't like to hear you know like they have to do more work on themselves their partner have to do more work on themselves and that will reflect on the sexuality because that is an issue with them and themselves and the partner and how not an issue you know nobody we don't have it but like <laughs> in that case what i mean is like there are other things on them you know on, on them individually and in the relationship and how they connect and what i mean with that is like first for example um us like the the inner the work that we do on a day to day to the work that we do to let's say create peace in our life to stay in a peaceful state to stay in a, in a place of presence and awareness and then how we deal with our triggers our traumas when they come up you know our commitments to that today you know because most a lot of people are more commitments to being a victim a victim and just complain about whatever happened in their life you know but the commitment to that and the growth because a lot of times for example the woman that are things that she doesn't even want to look that are wrong with the relationship and not being there you know that are wrong like that and you know like or we could, there are things that we can see in our partner that we are not happy we're not happy about the relationship and the way it's going but sometimes it's just too much to think about change or the person doesn't want to change or we don't want to change so that's what's going to reflect in the sexuality you know but then also for example for a woman even her ability to speak up to be honest to have for example me i was scared of i would lose my partner uh, if I, let's say if I would say no, I thought I would always have to say yes and be available to him or to whoever, to so many partners, even sexually do things that I, were not, I was not comfortable because I learned, I saw so many men like cheating and I learned you know, I grew up in this kind of, you know, culture with cheating and even in my family. So I was like, if I'm not, you know, so I was never learning to say what I want and say no to what I don't want. So how am I even going to be able to orgasm, you know, because sex was, was pleasing him. Because I wanted to have the person as my partner because I was so scared of him being alone or losing, or losing him, you know. That is <laughs> so deep. Then, that is deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. All and the inner work. And even knowing where we want to go, because so many people just want to, want to, I want to, someone that would be like, okay, I put you on Instagram, there I'm my girlfriend, or I give you a ring. But then what, you know, what's that person's lifestyle? What are they doing? Do you want someone just to live life with and watch Netflix? That's okay, but your sexual life will also be shallow because your life is shallow, you know? Absolutely. Makes <laughs> 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 totally sense. <laughs> can can you, of course, for sure, for sure. <laughs> can you explain what tantric sex is and how it can give a more profound experience of intercourse. Yeah, and you know, and that's the, and also for people that are interested, I know you're gonna share information, they're gonna find me, because sometimes I talk about more of these things, but um, it's really, like first understanding how a regular sex, like we gotta learn and understand, right? The way that it can create more disconnection when we learn about energy dynamics and the primitive instincts and what kind of energies we are feeding. So learning all of that, we will understand as well why so many there are so many disconnection relationships. And after some time, people just get tired, you know. You know, and then sometimes like something new can be interesting, but then that something new will last for what two months, three. Like even if we try to keep changing, and then the new turns old. So understanding then why this keep happening. Because even some people, they may try to just be like, okay, now I'm going to be polyamorous. I'm going to have just, some, or now I'm going to just have many girlfriends and boyfriends. And even if people want to do that, that's okay. But it's still not solving anything. Cause, so when we understand then the dynamics of energy and do this work that I was talking about or on personal healing. And then sex, it becomes like, so imagine when we can create this peace, this state of peace in our own selves and even connecting with our own breath, taking deep breaths. Like I know if I don't stop to even like sometimes just, you know, stay still and take deep breaths. I notice if when I'm working, I'm not breathing as deep or I'm writing the computer, editing or sitting anyway, not being aware of my posture. 
So even take time to exercise. So imagine all of that, that's an individual process that we do on our life. Now, when we take that to sex, with someone that is also doing it, sex becomes that, you know, because, and that's my whole thing that I, I noticed in, in my own journey. Um, then the sex becomes something that, for example, you are more connected with yourself and then therefore you can connect some more with your partner and you're more connected and aware of even energy, how you're tensing, how you're relaxing, how you're opening, how you're being, how you're like, how you're being present. And I've had people share with me how like they're having sex, but in their minds, they can even be present having sex, but their minds start going around. Or some people, they want to be watching porn while they're having sex. And I have like ex-boyfriends trying to do that. And I was like, you're not even here with me. Like you're looking at the porn all the time. You know, so, and now in Tantra, it's like we're connected and we are aware of our energy. So this, let's say even the orgasm, instead of building that literally tension and then releasing and then now we pass out. No, we're like building it and now we're like building sides and we're charging it and we're staying in this, like it's almost like a flower opening or blossoming, levels of energy that we open and we stay and we hold that. So, so it is... The way I'm seeing it is like building frequency, building momentum, like creating, and the whole orgasm thing just changes. And I've had even different kinds of orgasms that happen without me even realizing, like, because we can have those orgasms like without even penetrating, being like touching or not, you know, with with someone. So, so yeah, there is just the, what I tell, what I always share is like that is just so much that we can learn, and even that I'm learning, you know. So that's the thing, if we just always want to go to the same kind of sex, and it's okay if people just, if they're happy there, they don't want to learn anything else, or if they're okay, it's okay, stay there. But it's just knowing that there is a lot more to experience. And then some people may want to see what else is there, because it's also what's there. You know, what I'm seeing is like what the sex that we know is just like experiencing a little tip of the iceberg as far as even the pleasure. You know, but then how there is so many, a lot more that we can experience. So even to just, just for that is a re reason enough, it, if it's someone like me, to try and be like, okay, so what's that about, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, and even if it's nothing as miraculous, right? If it's just something new, I would be like, okay, let me see. Okay, this orgasm is <laughs> nice, so how's the other one? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And what, um, a, what are the advantages of abstinence for women because for us no, men it's pretty obvious how semen retention can impact our lives i can attest to this for myself it's absolutely magical and how does that look like for women yeah because for us women right we don't have that much of issue of let's say energy depletion or right or even nutrients depletion it can be a little bit because it's still like i always it is a build-up of energy in an orgasm. When I say if, if I'm masturbating, I, it is a build-up of energy. And it's still like many times I consciously choose if I notice I'm like thinking like maybe I'm getting turned on, I could masturbate. I'm like, how else can I use this energy? You know? So it's still like something that we are aware or even what I'm thinking about at the moment because that's orgasm magic. If we're really aware of what we're thinking at the time because the power of manifestation is bigger. But for, for, I guess, for women and for males, the main thing that we see is to gain control over our animal nature. So we are not dominated by our animal nature, you know, but we are the master of it. It's the same thing with our minds because our minds is really powerful, you know, but our minds cannot control us. We got to control the minds. And that's why we meditate because they're like, mind is trying to go there or here. <laughs> like no mind to go here. You right. know, that's where that's that's my intention. You know, that's where I want to go. So, you are here to help me fulfill my purpose, and that's the same thing with sexual energy. You know, it's not just like unconsciously, like okay, I just feel this. Who can I call? Or oh, this person's calling me. Okay, I'm I'm lonely. Okay, come over. It's just, and then what else is gonna happen from there, and all the consequences. You know, so that's why for us, celibacy, sexual transmutation, it teaches us to learn. Because most of us, we, we never learn that. Like, like we, we get, like we, we turn into teenagers, we start, we learn how to masturbate. And then we are always at least masturbating if you're not having sex throughout our, our entire life, unless there are some very deep religious 
you know, beliefs that like we don't want to do certain things, but that's a whole other issue to get to work through because then we repress, you know. But other than that, it's very unconscious and we don't even realize it. So that the whole point with spirituality and for almost like healing, if you want to say healing any addiction, we get a first starve that energy so it dies. And then after we start that, because we, then we know that it doesn't matter if we don't masturbate or if we don't have sex for a few weeks or a few months. Even if it's a few years, it doesn't matter. You know, but then, then we can enjoy, okay, today I feel like I want to masturbate. Oh, cool, you know, let me enjoy. Right. <laughs> but it's a whole different thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's like the benefits. And then we're learning to use our energy and stay with it too, not just follow it. And that's for everything when I say addiction. Like I'm feeling turned on, I can go have sex, I can go watch porn, I can go and masturbate. What if I just stay with this and, and I think twice? What if I observe? What if I do something else? Like I can be like, oh, I'm, I just want a sweets and just go for the ice cream all the time. Or I can be like, no, what if I don't? What if I don't eat anything? Or what if I have an apple? <laughs> you know. Oh, for sure. That's, yeah. that's a big problem that we have in today's world is instant gratification we want everything right now whether it's i don't know sex masturbation money um bad food whatever it is we want it right now and a lot of yeah. the things that we actually want physically emotionally spiritually uh, financially is on the other side where like delaying gratification where you use your rational mind to uh to understand that what you want right now is not necessarily good for you But if you're patient, if you do the inner work, if you work on yourself, if you delay that gratification, you will get 10x more, 100x more. <laughs> so I think that's a big issue, instant gratification, just wanting things right now instead of yeah. being patient and doing the work. And, yeah. and I feel, and this, and this goes so deep, right? And this is literally how we, we say break free from the matrix, if we want to say as far as like how we live our life. Because we, this is something planted in our mind since we were born. Like we want to live, I always think that that is that goal. And then we're always looking for that goal. And then we want to get to the goal and then there's another goal. And we're never fulfilled, <laughs> right. never. Because there's always something else we want to get to. And then we learn to be present and enjoy each moment and, and be, you know. And then when we get like blessings, you know, it's even better. <laughs> But, Absolutely. And that's everything yeah <laughs> <Stumped> it up <laughs> what about uh, astrology moon cycles and planetary shifts and etc how does that impact a woman's psyche consciousness or even body yeah and that's something right there this is like a knowledge that for a long time it was very lost you know in this our society is she lost in a lot of uh, the modern society But that's the, those are the kind of things that those are ancient knowledge, you know, and then now they're coming back. But for example, how as women, yeah, we, before, like living, living just in nature, if we were like fully living like in our natural, just living in nature, in contact with nature and the solar system, I mean, the, the sun as far as like going to sleep at night, no artificial lights, uh, on this kind of time, Women, we would all have our, our menstruation cycles around the new moon. We would have our menstruation cycles together because we were sitting with the moon. And then also when we are in our moon cycle, we are also more spiritually connected, more spiritually tapping. And that's where women would just rest. And there's something, some, some traditions, some native traditions, they call the red stands. Women that would rest in this time, that's when the, the male or the, the women, like the, the more senior women that were already over menopause, would take care of the kids, the things, and the men, they would actually, that's when the male would actually help and serve the women or, you know, cook <laughs> or things like that. Because women, they, they were allowed to rest and connect. And also that's when women would come out with the, the guidance and the knowledge because they would listen to women at that time, you know, before they would, they knew like women many times they were the messengers from spirit. They would connect and bring the messages. And also over during the full moon, and then usually women were mostly um, ovulating. That's when we're fertile, and that's as well, like just the energy is like peak, you know, that's a creative time. And, and but nowadays we still see that. Nowadays, 
we have uh, either we menstruating closer to the new moon or close to the full moon usually because sometimes it can change it up and even depends on what we need sometimes we're menstruating close to the full moon or the new moon and in women whenever we don't see them and then we start realizing like always or even if it's not like say if we were supposed to be like three four days but there's a full moon and then it's going to come early because the or the new moon because the moon will call it and it's just showing how yeah, we are very connected with the, the moon and the earth and how it's part of us. So nowadays, a lot of women take um, birth control or even taking those injections that stop their cycle for months in an artificial way. And even sometimes like the doctors give that thinking, saying that you want to regulate us, you know, and, and I've seen that happening. I, and now I know that that's already a thing in the society because I thought it was just me. But I'm like teenager girls, like we start having our periods and then we go to the doctors and they already give us uh pills as, as soon as like i was 13 when they put me on pills and that's they, they they just connect us already that's like blocking our intuition is blocking is even if we is normal like when we're girls and i learned that later it's normal that our periods are messed up when we're just getting started like i had cycles that were long and closer to each other like it's normal our body is regulating so for a few years when the woman starts it takes some time you know and then they go and already give the pill to say okay we're ready but that's not solving anything and that's already blocking us you know from so it's very important i always tell women if it's only for birth control like find other things that then they don't relate um with artificial hormones in your body or stopping you from menstruating and being a woman that we are that's part of being a woman you know and, and even if there is any issue that we you know we think that the pill will help so it's like can we try to first solve the solve whatever is happening let our body nat naturally balance it out through holistic healing because the pill is not solving the issue you know, it's just not letting the body actually heal because now the body is fully unaware of what's happening anymore because like artificially being induced. Right. Yeah. Right. In, yeah. I, I've heard several times before in the holistic community that when it comes to menstrual cycles, women are not even supposed to be bleeding so much and for so mm -hmm. long. I've heard that it's like pretty unnatural and that it's due to toxicity and imbalance within the body. And I can't really remember uh, who are all the people I've heard talking about this, but I remember watching one interview with um, coach Jesse, Dr. Amun and Dr. Amsu. And so I wanted to know if that's actually true. If you can uh, confirm that, that yeah. Yeah. Through, uh, so, so for many things, I, I connect dots and I also have my own inner guidance and my inner resonance that says, yes, it is true because I never heard this specifically that way, but, um, but what I've heard, what I've known, what I know is that, you know, also what happened to me, right? So let's say I'm known of women that practice Tantra. So they're cleansing their body, they're doing a lot of breath work, and they can fully even stop their menstrual cycle. So a lot of women, they fully stop, but that's in a natural way that they don't need anymore because they're purifying, it sounds like they're purifying and transmuting. Because as women, we do waste some energy during the menstrual cycle. So there, uh, with the men, with the, with the, the ejaculation, is a similar thing. We, we lose some energy and a lot of vital nutrients because the menstrual blood has a lot of vital nutrients. But the thing is, it's only once a month, right? And then men have an orgasm with it. So that was a whole other thing. <laughs> but um, but uh, with the not saying that, so that's a whole other thing. If it's a natural process where women are meditating, cleansing, and they don't, you know, uh, menstruate that much, but now in my, so I would say that way, that's good. Not artificially stopping your body. But what happened to me is like, as I started working on myself and healing myself and a lot of things, yeah, like now my cycles, they're very, they're very short. You know, I still have some cramps, but they're much easier. Even there is part of, is a collective thing that us women are healing. But I, my cycles are much shorter they're much easier and I've seen other women that have like cycles that last for like a week and they're painful and they're horrible and they're like literally like needing almost like diapers you know and I was like wow 
I was like, wow. Because <laughs> I have my first day that I'm like, you know, don't talk to me much, don't bother me, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's interesting, right? So, yeah, I would say I would, that resonates with me, you see. <laughs> Okay, good. Yeah. Good, to, good to know. Good to know. That's something I always wanted to know. If that's actually quite natural to be bleeding so much for so long and having all of these cramps. Because yeah. like you said, we, we are so disconnected nowadays, whether it's with food, yeah. whether, it's, whether it's with what we put into our minds. And so, yeah. And it's a collective, yeah, collective healing. Like as women, we have been, right, the feminine have been shut down for generation and generation. So the cramps, are part of our collective pain and all the issues. There are many issues and all the like sexual abuse women have been suffering. I know males as well, but it's different. Women much, much, much more. So, so as far as like sexual abuse and the whole like gender, just by being a woman, if you, if you notice like animals, females, they menstruate, it's easy. They don't have pain. You don't see, right? Like a little dog, <laughs> like crying for three days, you know, with pain. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and how important are yoga and a meditation for you as far as maximizing your spiritual experience in this world in this 3d world yeah so the way i see it i like yoga um meditation and a kind of exercise that i do yoga and i do other things too but but I like that we move our body and we meditate. I feel like that's essential, like drinking water for every one of us. Like it's like drinking water because we need energy maintenance. The same way we brush our teeth and we take shower and we clean our house. And that's why, you know, what if, that's why we get so susceptible to low vibrations because we're not doing our own energy maintenance, you know. So if we have bread, like it's just much easier to attract some low vibration energy. So it's... So yeah, that's like, because that's our source, like taking some time to breathe every day, to connect, to, that has to be a daily thing that in a way that if we miss one day, it's not a big deal because we do every day, you know? So that's the whole mindset. Instead of thinking, I got to meditate and work out twice a week. No, you got to do every day. If you miss one day, no big deal because you do every day, no matter what. So it's fine, you know? <laughs> but that's how we connect with our inner guidance. That's how we open up as well our body, our energy, we release tension, release blockages. I notice mentally, emotionally, right? that's, that's our medicine. And I notice myself, and I talk to my clients about it all the time, because we all go through ups and downs emotionally. Sometimes we are triggered and sometimes we need to go through things and we are humans and there are even things on the collective that trigger us. So what do we do with these emotions? Right? Sometimes I know that I wake up and, my emotions are heavy and intense, so then I'm already want to be like, ah, <laughs> so then I, if I meditate and exercise, and even if I cannot just sit and meditate if it's too much, at least exercise, and then I shift to my energy already, you know, and, and then I, then I'm, but if I don't, so, so sometimes then we want to like need coffee for energy, or we need to masturbate, or we need to eat a lot of sweets, or we need you know, a lot of energy drinks, a lot of coffee. So it's just, you know, we, just, we can have all of these sometimes in moderation if we want to, you know, but, but it's like finding other ways that we can balance our energy. So that's like essential. <laughs> and what about diet? What are your take on that? And um, how much of an impact does proper nutrition have specifically for women? Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's um, everything. And I don't even know if you, I don't know if you saw, but I just created an online course and I and I go through this whole thing because because I work as a therapist with people for years and I've been walking this journey. So then now when I realize, you know, so many people come to me and they're like, oh, I want to learn the energy orgasms, but I want to learn sacred sexuality. But this is what's missing for a lot of us is the foundation. So I start and I go the foundation and that includes diets and then the healing uh healing the things and then learn and then learning and then practicing but with the diet yeah it is also it is like it's, it's everything you know with everything that we put in our body is is alchemy so it's going to affect us and it's, just, it's all about us learning to eat more 
whole foods, natural foods, real foods, organic foods, foods that are part of nature that are made from source gods, you know, like real foods, and not not all this processed foods, and understand that it's very different, you know, like all the processed foods, and even even like the animal products, because I know some people they really love eating meats and they don't want to give up eating meats, but if they even if they want to eat meats, there are ways to eat even that the different that is. Uh, dead me animal dead body that died like so long ago and like, you know so it's like it's really like it's a lot everything is life force and like right eating like cookies what's the life force in it now eating an apple because we know if it's an apple or if it's a lettuce after a few days it's gonna go away there's no more life force so we still want to eat while there is life force you know and even if we were natives or if we were hunting like we would still be eating there right away and not be like storing and letting it die, you know, just like <laughs> stay there, you know. So it's all like being aware because that's energy, so it's going to make us happy. So I feel like for that, it's the same for women and men, but it's also how that affects our emotions too. How, right, like how we feel and then our emotions and our body. And it's just like it's such a ball, like um, the thing, in, I don't know exactly how I say in English, but I say it's no ball, you know, it just it goes with energy is the awareness of us when we live in awareness when we do this work and that's why everything starts reflecting our life like a 360 mm-hmm. uh and we do this work that starts with that i feel like the main thing for the work for for women males is like us like under having that day like exercising meditating eating well that's the foundation because from there we get our emotional balance and our connection with our hearts with our inner guidance and then from there we get we get the guidance if we need to learn a healing modality to help something we're going to find that person if we need a book we're going to find that book if we need an opportunity we're going to find so everything is like action healing resting is going to be in balance so that daily thing is the foundation and that's as well the relationship, right? How our relationships end up it being a reflection and balance of, you know, of a reflection of us, you know, who we are. And, and if it's not, it's gonna be very clear too. Because if we are doing this work and the relationship is not going with us, and it's just, and that's when we get really, we're gonna be like, okay, this is really not working out and I can stay here or we just, you know, give myself a chance and move right. on. Right. That was <laughs> yeah. well said. That was well said. And what are some practices that you apply on a daily basis or on a regular basis? What does the day look like for you? Yeah, so I usually, like my, let's say my go-to, you know, my, my practices are like waking up. Um, first, you know, yeah, so many things. But first, like I do love <laughs> if one I can to sleep kind of early. Like let's say kind of early, but I mean always before midnight. You know, but uh, sometimes like around 10, past 10, it depends. But um, but also waking up kind of early, just naturally, like I feel like it's a better way, more engaged in the sun and waking up and early. And then I wake up, meditate, that's my thing. And then after meditate, do my yoga or exercise sometimes, like any kind of exercise or yoga. Or, so usually it's that, and I kind of vary, sometimes longer or shorter depend on the day and if any day I gotta skip either one you know but I do both I also like to journal not every day mm-hmm. but every few days like to help to process my emotions and yeah I just love journaling and then also other things too I do is intermittent fasting oh. so yeah so I only start eating after noon and usually after 7 p.m. I'm not eating anymore so I do intermittent fasting so that's like my you know the daily daily things <laughs> awesome yeah awesome and in a few sentences what can you tell us about men and sacred sexuality because i've also seen online that you've also been talking about this it's quite interesting uh, for for the male listeners for example mm-hmm. uh, just in general right just like uh yeah i was trying to understand yeah okay. yeah I, it's like um what I see is like it's a is a process that a lot of men I love it to see how a lot of men are learning to honor and respect themselves and value themselves. 
And this is what I see, you know, because I see a lot of the men that they just, they're so mind controlled and also so dominated by their instincts. And, and, you know, even, even the ones that are able to, either because they're very pretty or have a lot of money, even the ones that are able to get a lot of women, that's a weakness in my eyes, you know, it's like it's, a, it's something that is, is a weakness. And we see that, you know, like they just, they waste their energy, they, they lose their money, they lose their time, their focus. So now I see a lot of men like really honoring themselves and not just wanting, valuing their body and not wanting to just, uh, just be more conscious, you know, of their, themselves, their energy and not, you know, because it's really, imagine it's just showing how the men they are growing evolving because it's not just it's not just looking at the physical right and that says a lot says everything because a lot of most of the men up to now they're always looking at the physical or in some some of them barely if the woman looks good let's do it you know that's how they are <laughs> right but and even sometimes even if she doesn't look good if she's up to it you know okay but that's like now they understand you want to value themselves more. And even if the woman is beautiful, she doesn't always deserve your time and your energy and your presence, you know. And, and that starts from, like, say, from men, like, valuing themselves. And then they go and, you know, and then it's also, it changes the whole dynamic. So, so I feel like a lot of men already, I, I work with, most of my clients actually are males. And, and I see, so that's really beautiful to see how, they're ready, they're doing the work. A lot of them wanting that woman, they actually want to go deeper with them, you know, and they're wanting, they're like putting the intention to find their queen, their goddess, and that woman, they don't want to just be like wasting their energy, just be like, you know, so, so I, I love seeing that, you know, so it's hope. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are some things that women can do right now? Some recommendations? Uh, already just to get it going in this field yeah so for that it's really like you know so the main thing is uh, other than the day-to-day -day -day practices the meditation the you know eating exercising other than those day-to-day -day things i would say if they're not yet to start doing the sexual transmutation and stop masturbating and if they're single stop masturbating or even in a relationship and to start to just not, because right now, most of us women, we know how to have orgasm through masturbation and usually through clitoris orgasm. So when we stop that and start using this energy through meditation, through our self-care, and then we start giving our body a chance to even start learning the other kinds of orgasms too, but then also, and then start learning. That's the time for information. So, so I have videos on YouTube. I have a lot of information I put out there. Uh, even my course, I just put things out there, but I find books, just go around, look, start learning things because then when we, then you can put in practice, you know, because for the women that are in a relationship, is get their partner on the, on the groove with them, you know, and get the <laughs> partner to learn if they're open. And then for the women that are single, and I feel like that's for both, either single in a relationship, like sits with your intentions, really visualize like really see very clear the kind of relationship you want you know for and the kind of lifestyle you want to have with yourself and with your partner the kind of sexual life you want to have the kind of things you want to experience or you are open to or that you value because having all this clear is going to help like women to know to attract the right people for in their life and then also to block the ones that are not aligned already when you know and you can see the person is, doesn't need the lifestyle already. <laughs> Don't even start, you know, and, and if it's a relationship, that's when you stop and be honest. It's like, okay, what is an alignment in my relationship? What needs to change? Can we change? What do I have to do, you know? So that's how we stop it because from that place, when we have a partner that is in alignment with us, and then it's just practicing when both want to grow and then we do you know like do together that's like very noisy here it's like it's been like this with all the, <laughs> the protests for two weeks right today is actually really good actually but <laughs> oh it's more peaceful worse. today I like, <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm in war in a war place because sometimes all the helicopters 
Yeah, it was really intense here. So. <laughs> Planet Earth, I was walking around in the streets and I was like, wow, what a time to be alive, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And just to see this, this unity as well, is, yeah. uh, you can really see and feel that there's finally a big shift that's going yeah. on. And it's a great awakening. It's it happening. is a the great awakening. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and the, yeah. Before we get to the last couple, uh, couple of questions, I just got two more questions from um, some of my Luxembourgish audience. So a uh, first question would be from Julia, who asked, I mean, you already touched on this, but maybe you can reiterate that uh, again. Mm -hmm. She asked, what kind of damaging impact contraception, such as the birth control or copper coil, uh, has on um, a woman's energy and body, especially for uh, women, uh, adult women? Yeah, yeah, because so the whole thing is our, our we are, it's like we are one, we are literally one with the cosmos and with the planet. So we go in the flows with the planets in the cycle. So the moon, we see how, what the moon, uh, does with the tides in the ocean, you know, and how we are made of water. So let's say every full moon, the tide is like higher. So we are part of this cycle. And being humans, it means like we are, we live in connected with the earth and we have, you see even animals, they have seasons, uh, even like for things to go places or even some animal season where they mate and plants have seasons that they're blossoming. And that's how we are humans too. So when we took the, when we take any of this kind of artificial um, hormones, you know, I, I say artificial because you know they're made in a laboratory. They're not like produced by our own body. So so we are. It's like we are hijacking them, the natural clock, the biological clock we have. Right. And so yeah, we're just on the way. We're not letting it. So we lose our connection and even our powers of intuition. All of it, because it's all part of us being connected with nature. And so I feel like there may, maybe there may be a case or another case where they have no other option. And that's like maybe one thing that is allowing them. Maybe that is that case. But in most cases, I would say look for alternative options. Like if you have any issue, look for all alternative options, like holistic options, natural options you can. And only if nothing works, and then, you know, then you go do whatever else. But uh, first we got to try, because as far as I know, we can heal anything. As far as I know, you know, we can heal. And even the things that I don't think are able to heal like that, we can really, really heal. I know that that can, that can be also means for certain things. Uh, it may mean that the person needs to really put a work that a lot of people would not put, you know. And I've also heard people telling me that, so. For example, like for some kind of issues, like I worked a lot with natives, uh, in, Indians, mm -hmm. you know, now I don't even know native, right? I don't know how to call it anymore, but, but um, so they, they heal people with plants and herbs. That's how, you know, that's, that's what we do, right? But then, so people go there and they stay there for weeks at a time or months at a time. Sometimes if they really need to heal something and they're having this really restrict diet, strict diets and drinking from some plants and not even psychedelics but for example you know and that can heal like diabetes even some kinds of cancers like you know and there are many things you can heal and and so but a lot of people and i've heard from people like i would not do that and i understand you know some people have one not everyone but just an example you know how you know like if right. you want to heal there are ways that you know we can heal you know so <laughs> yeah i mean nature is just Nature got all the answers. It's just so perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got another question from Tessie, and she is asking what women can do as far as sexuality related to society's expectations and past traumas because of how sexuality is represented in society and also mediocre experiences that they went through with different partners. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and that's the whole that, that's a, a, it's a journey when we are in this healing path 
it's like a spiral. Everyone says a spiral, so it's not a direct path. <laughs> so sometimes we get to like work through certain things and then we go on our journey and we see we are back at certain levels of the same issues. So and that's, the, that's the thing of us like really, the more we connect with who we are and the more, the more we find the truth of who we are, the more we stop really caring about what other people are thinking. And I say it's a spiral because like, I even see myself going through different levels of that. Now it's a whole different level with this whole thing that's happening. I feel like a lot of people are trying to not say anything and then some people are bringing their voice out. You know, and for example, and now I see it's even a whole other level for me that I'm even speaking more things than before the woods or just being me and be like, hey, this is me. I'm not going to hide any part of me just because you may not like it. And I even, even prefer if you don't like it. I mean, if you don't, I mean, if you know, because then I already know you are not like you might vibration or anyway, you know, like, so it's like that's the part that, and also, the so the more we learn that like to just not care about others the better but then also for the traumas or experience that's just taking our power back and 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 that's i say sometimes the hardest part is not forgiving the other people is forgiving us for what we allowed to happen to us <laughs> you know so then we learn to forgive ourselves and by that the way i learned to forgive myself is always by observing what's the lessons i learned and then understanding that I actually needed those lessons. So if it wasn't that person, somebody else would come with the same energy to teach me that lesson because I opened that. I was na naive to that or I invited that. So that's every time I see that, I, take, I get out of the victim and be like, hey, I attracted this, I needed this. Now I'm stronger and now make sure I'm not going to repeat this mistake anymore. Because sometimes we stay and we repeat the same mistake with different people. You know, so I feel like that's part of that, like learning, you know, the more we can stop and be like, you know, even if, if it's like, oh, that person never messaged me again, or we can be angry, but I'll be like, okay, what did you learn from this? You know, what's the lesson? What is it trying to show me? You know, and, and then it's easier to, to move on. <laughs> right. That's a great yeah. answer. That's a great that's answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could go back in time and talk to your 14 year old self what's the ultimate advice that you would give to that younger version of yourself <laughs> yeah i was yeah i would i would have told her like like um i was trying to find positive words but it would be like i was like don't worry you are on the path everything is okay just leave be happy be free don't stress out with all these things because everything's gonna work out, you know? Be <laughs> <laughs> you, be happy, lighter, easier. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> before we get to the last question, can you tell us where people can connect with you and tell us about your courses and services? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, it's Mayara. Mayara is M A Y A R A. So it's Mayara Healing Arts, and that's on YouTube, Instagram, website. And, and yeah, and I do one-on-one sessions, video sessions. So those are like therapy, guidance, and then also energy healing. So I do it all, mixing both, you know, <laughs> energy healing to help people energetically cleanse and balance things. And, and then I also, I do my course. I just closed the first group. I just started with this course so it was just my first group so but for people that are interested i'll be doing it a few times a year so they're gonna find all the information but the course is is a spec you know a sacred sexuality 101 and i call it from roots to crown the journey because it goes from that <laughs> that's a good yeah, one <laughs> right? it goes from that base, basic foundation day to day healing ourselves healing from parents, relationship with parents, healing from relationship with exes, understanding about energy, understanding about sexual energy. And then I go through the practices, you know, of practices for when we are single and how to attract even that kind of, you know, relationship we, we like. And to connect with our purpose and how that's the main, main thing, you know. And then from there, and then also we go through the practices in bed with our partner you know, for those that are, or for whenever we might bring one in our lives, and then mm -hmm. how we bring 
practice. So that's the course. But yeah, I have a lot of even more things in my YouTube channel. I'm always putting information there. Excellent. I, I will drop all the links <laughs> anyway in the description. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Final question. Last question. <laughs> what is your message to the world? <laughs> that's a great question too. <laughs> It's always like this question <laughs> makes me think. Right. But, um, yeah. So my main message is really like to help, like for each person, like I was maybe like guiding and inspiring to want to find their own unique purpose, their own unique signature, to find the things that make them happy, that makes them, you know, that they have fun doing that, you know, so the more like, and then follow that, like do more of it, put more time and energy into your passions. You know, because from that, from that place, we create a beautiful world because that's how we align it for a purpose, by doing what we love, being who we are. And the more we allow, like so many times, you know, people just live in their entire day doing things they don't want to do <laughs> and then they're tired expressing, you know, so it's like do more of what you love and keep doing more of what you love. And yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I want to yeah. acknowledge you and thank you for bringing light to the world for educating people on these topics that are just so important and finally start to gain more attention and i'm just telling you to keep up the great work i'm sending you positive thoughts positive vibes and i'll make sure to refer you to to my people in my audience for sure thank you so much i thank for opening this space it was really nice nice conversation too i enjoyed it a lot absolutely yeah, thank, thank you. you so much thank you so much <laughs> that's it for today's episode with Mayara she was amazing I got to learn some stuff as well and feel free to tell us what you liked the most about it in the description you will find Mayara's Instagram page and website and I would really appreciate it if you would take some time to leave a rating and review for my podcast I'm gonna finish up with a quote that I saw online and that is Sexual energy is divided into three distinct types. First, the energy having to do with the reproduction of the species. Second, the energy having to do with the spheres of thought, feeling and will. Third, the energy that is found related with the world of pure spirit. That's it for today. Take care of yourself. Peace out. Growth never stops.